Dimwits, how are you? This is the DYM, DYM podcast. This is your favorite podcast. This is one of your hosts. I'm I'm Dutch. I'm Sean. Sean Donnelly, joined here by the effervescent Andrew Fiore, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That just means pale. Is <laughs> the complexion of an Alka Seltzer? That's why I said. Don't they used to say Alka Seltzers were yeah. effervescent? I think they have that. Fizz, fizz. <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. We are here once again. We bring you this once a week for your listening pleasure. This is the DYM podcast. I, uh, I, I'm really excited this week. I, I, I rewatched something. I have something else I wanted to, that I'm, I haven't started yet, but it came today, so I'm pretty excited about that how are you andrew fiore how are you my friend i'm doing well thank you very much it's uh we mentioned this it's just you can't win with the weather in this goddamn summer it's either <laughs> raining like tornado level rain or hot as fuck yeah i i it's really I unpleasant we were just, uh, for full disclosure, me and Andy saw each other early this morning. We did the the real ass podcast on Gas Digital. It was a lot of fun, and we actually talked about uh, talked about movies a lot. So if you guys are listening, make sure you listen to today's episode of Real Ass Podcast because it was really fun. We talked about the Rockies, whatever else. But I tell you, man, one thing I I thought of when we were talking, we we got in the car and like just two old men. I immediately go to Andy. I go, <laughs> you know, this this summer stinks. This weather stinks. I'm yeah, like, what am I? Yeah, what am I doing? Yeah. But it's not being old. If I was 14, I would talk about how shitty New York summer is. And normally New York is not great summer. Like it's always it can be humid in August. It was a meat. Once it hit summer, it was immediately humid every day at 99 degrees or it was pouring cats and dogs just raining every day. I know. Yeah, exactly what you just said right there. So, yeah, we got out of the studio and immediately started downpouring. We luckily got to the car, but uh, now it seems to be sunny out again. So who the fuck knows what is going on? I don't know if it's is it everybody that was inside last year? Like all of a sudden now everybody's outside again and we're giving off gases and we're outside and we're doing. <laughs> are we affecting the environment because we're all back you, outside again? You know? Do you think the human aroma is causing the humidity? Is that what you're <laughs> yes. saying? Just the the, the pheromones of our people fucking in the our, streets, our farts and our gases and yeah. our our carbon <laughs> dioxide, whatever we expel out of our bodies. Uh, our, our Got to sex- change something if you think about it like that, because remember, they say, like, doesn't the uh, uh, levels of air was always linked to like the methane coming out of like cows and stuff yeah. for a while. Or maybe that was just a South Park episode I watched. But like, doesn't that make a little bit of sense? It's like now that millions and millions of people are outside, probably at all times, you know, 24 hours again in probably such sharp contrast to what was last summer. You know, everybody was for the most part inside, I think. You're saying it's like a shock to, to, shock to the system of for the planet, like it's a, like a like a thing where I I I, I could agree because so let's what'd you say? It's so bizarre you said a shock to the system. And I'll why? Tell you what, because oh, okay. that was one of the movies I watched this week. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I swear to God, I didn't even heard of that. 
Neither did I. We'll get into it. But it's just I, I couldn't. I had to call out that coincidence. Oh, that's right funny. Before. I'll get to it. But well, yeah. what I wanted to say is uh, I think also one thing that uh, everybody everybody realized is because if you read there's a couple of articles about it. Uh, COVID sucked for humans. I think we yeah. can all agree, mm-hmm. uh, but it was great for the planet. Like it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was like all this like pollution and erosion, like either delaying or or it was clearing up. Like yeah, it was like the least polluted planet for the past year because industry wasn't going on. There was we were inside our houses. It was like you know, it was probably yeah, yeah. I guess um, light pollution. You know, with all the lights going on. But I mean, like overall, the planet was like took a breather for a year. Do you remember those memes that came out? It would be like a picture of a uh, deer in like downtown Buffalo or wherever. And the, it would just be like, we are the problem. And it's like, you clearly photoshopped that in fuckface. <laughs> I don't think the deer are migrating back to downtown Rochester and drinking yeah. out of the stream. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. It's not, I am legend. Like there's right, like, yeah. a, just a herd of antelope just running <laughs> through the subway system. That's not, you know, that reminded me that might be the bumper sticker. I hate the most is the purple coexist oh oh god does that that makes me want to rear-end somebody well it has every religious symbol in the in the bumper sticker it has the star david has the cross and oh god it's so bad (laughs) (laughs) what about uh what about not all wander not all those who wander are lost (laughs) not all those who wander i never saw that one i've heard the phrase are lost you go shut up Oh, just because you have a fucking Jeep and it's over your back bumper cover. <laughs> you're a real wanderer just there. Just because you have a soft top Jeep? Is that what you're trying to <laughs> yeah. With sand on the tires, you beach bunny? Shut up. <laughs> Ew, stink. <laughs> we got our your inner Norton going for the for the for the yeah, uh the yeah. beach people. <laughs> those things really irk me. Those just oh phrases or uh oh I hate them so much. It, it, I really it's, do. Uh, how about there, there it is. is? Not all who wander are lost. Uh, <laughs> fuck off. Like I'm no, just no shit, stupid. Yeah. Also, like I'm just a free spirit, Andy. I'm just yeah. a free spirit. I like I'm not bogged down by like your corporate structure. I, exactly. I am just I'm just me. I'm like Jules from Pulp Fiction. I just wander the earth. That's what I do, <laughs> dude. Hold you are. These you're hitting the, the weirdest coincidences <laughs> today. You rewatched Pulp Fiction? I did not rewatch Pulp Fiction, but I guess we can jump into it. It's because this is a small tidbit of a thing I had. I yeah. was rewatching uh, Die Hard 3, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh, the be- the so best. So was one. I. It was on. I- <laughs> well, not now, but okay. <laughs> well, it's well established on this pod that I am a big with a Vengeance fan, and I prefer it to the first one. I don't want to get into a thing, but. But it's actually a widely accepted opinion. It's a great, great movie, and it's clearly better than number two. But either way, we've done it that debate before. Uh, I picked well, up really, on- really quickly before we get off that really quickly. And that's, we're not going to get back and forth. Oh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. About, about no, no, really quick. Number two, I will say it's not bad. I on rewatch, I actually liked it better than when I first saw it years ago. Absolutely, like, yeah, it's, it's really- a fine sequel. It's fun. Yeah. It's in the airports in the winter. Yeah, it's snowmobiles. It's great. But you sandwich it in between the two best action movies, maybe ever, and you're gonna yeah. not you're gonna be lackluster, you know. So, uh, Bruce Willis and you know uh, McLean and Zeus, Samuel Jackson's character, it's mm-hmm. like their very first. Uh, they're in the cab. They they steal this guy's cab, and they're head. They got to head downtown to answer a phone and you know uh, solve a riddle to throw off uh, or a bomb will go off in the subway. Right? We've all seen it. 
Yeah. And uh, inside joke, not a uh, nod to Pulp Fiction. Yep. I know what you're going to say. Did you, you know what I was going to say? I've, I've always picked up on it. I always wondered. I never they did that on purpose. Before yeah. When he gets out of the cab and he just goes, uh, Bruce Willis goes, he goes, man, have you ever had a day like this before? He goes, I've had better days. He goes, I was just sitting on my couch and he kind of gets out. Like he goes smoking cigarettes and watching Captain Kangaroo. It's a direct nod to Pulp Fiction. And which okay. is explain what the nod is in case people don't know. Well, the nod know, is but, when yeah. uh, uh, Bruce Willis's character in Pulp Fiction is driving his his girlfriend's car, his her Toyota, uh, and he sees he stops at the stoplight because he thought he got away with going and getting his father's watch back. He sees uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, uh, Marcellus Wallace. Marcellus Wallace crossing the street and it's the famous scene motherfucker but the song that's playing is uh, um, flowers on the wall yes. that don't bother me at right. all the statler brothers i yep. you know play in solitaire till dawn with, with the deck, the deck of, of 51. 51 smoking cigarettes and watching captain, captain yeah oh, so don't tell me i i never heard it i never just picked up on it before and then i went and i did a little research it was obviously made after Pulp Fiction, and yep. yeah, it's a pretty much direct nod. Did they say that now? Who did it? Was it somebody suggested it, or Willis just did it? I As don't an know ad-lib? whose idea it was, but that there was one thing I thought of. What a great Which, scene that is! What a oof. great like. It's such a great emotional scene too because he's like, I think he, he got goes, away with it. Yeah, yeah, and also he says a great line about that too. He doesn't he say because that's how he goes. That's how you get him, yeah. uh, Butch. We get him every time or so. Whatever he says, yep. I forget what he says. Always one step ahead of them or something. Yeah, you beat him. And much. then he thinks yeah. he's home free. He's like he's out of there. Motherfucker. And, motherfucker. <laughs> so great, so great. And then of course this leads to the uh, the gimp fiasco. Uh, yes. <laughs> of just a couple minutes later, it was a fiasco. You know what but else the, I, I never really uh, put together was I always thought Zed was an actual police officer. He's not. No, he's a security, security guard. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I Apparently think a lot I, of people I, did. It's a whole lot. Yeah, and then you you obviously you picked up on the keys thing, like you that he looks and it says Z on the keys. Sure, and that's Zed. That's he. That's that was like just part of the yeah, story. I connected those dots. You know, Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead. Zed's dead. Whose chopper is this? It's not a chopper. It's a. It's a. It's what a, happened to my you know, you know, Just whose motorcycle is this? Yeah. It's not a motorcycle. It's a chopper. Whose chopper is this? Zed. <laughs> Who is Zed? Zed's dead. Zed's dead. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. There's. There's. I'm. I'm actually. It must have been a situation where, if anybody has information about this, because you know us with preparing for the podcast. Mm. Uh, but I also, I don't, I would have, I feel like I would have heard of it or seen it. I've never seen like a behind the scenes or an or a, um, a little t- a little video about how he like he ad libbed that. Like, but that must have been what happened. Yeah, I could speak it. It could have been written in the script. They could have all or just maybe been yeah. And going, hey man, this will be funny. This will be a fun nod. You know. Yeah, like a rewrite. Yeah. I wonder Absolutely. what is probably some of the biggest movie inside jokes or or nods to other movies, um, because I guess the most famous, I mean, The Simpsons is, does it better than anybody. They will have references to multiple things, at least in the early episodes they did, where they were so brilliant at putting shots that were homages to movies or references or lines to movies. So 
that's the Simpsons, though. I don't remember, or I may not remember. I just don't know. Uh, I guess from movie to movie, like that's a TV show. It's a cartoon, so it's easy to do that, you know. Um, but like, like I guess what I'm saying is the Die Hard with a Vengeance nod to Pulp Fiction. What other movie references are direct? Well, references one to of other the movies. Well, one that I don't know if we brought up on the show before is that uh, is the is the back and forth between Frank Vincent and Joe Pesci, which uh, they they are constantly getting into brawls or getting murdered in Scorsese movies back and forth or murdering each other. So, you know, Goodfellas, Billy Bats, Frank Vincent, Joe Pesci gets him right. Then in Casino. Billy Bats technically gets uh, revenge because he buries Joe Pesci alive and his brother and all that kind of stuff, which is one of the most brutal scenes in movie history. But it started off because Joe Pesci beats the shit out of Frank Vincent in Raging Bull. He puts, he closes his head head in the door and just keeps. So I think, I don't know if that was on purpose, but I think by the time you got to Casino, I think they were like, hey, we have to throw this this in here. Yeah, I guess this is actually what we were talking about last week. The Tarantino references his other movies a lot, but. Yeah, uh, and I think there's also universe. another thing that popped in my mind, and you might be able to remind me of it. Spaceballs has a moment where they look at the screen, but and they're yeah. re- they're referencing maybe Star Wars or they're I forget what they're referencing. I can just picture them looking at the screen. Do you remember what they said right before? It's like a nod. It's like a nod to, like they're like that makes no sense. It's like uh, we know it does. Or like something with not. like ah, it's something I've seen a thousand times and I st- I can't think of it right now. Well, me neither. So I think there's got to be a bunch of these, but um, I just yeah. they're they're watching the the video of the movie that's already out. Yes, yes. Yeah, right. Oh, right. That's what it is. And then baseballs then, the home boot. Yeah, yeah. They were franchising everything. Yes, baseballs toilet paper. They had yeah. <laughs> Boy, it's been a while since I've watched baseballs. I'll be honest with you. Oh, it's great. It's it's, it's great. absolutely Somebody- great. They do this thing on TikTok. People like movie scenes that don't hold up, won't won't hold up anymore. And somebody did the Afro pick scene from Spaceballs. I'm like, why doesn't that hold up? Like, why? Because it's a black guy saying we ain't found shit. It's like, that's the guy saying it. It's not saying disparaging against the guy. There he is. That's 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 the scene right there. Mike just brought it up where they're looking at. He goes, whatever now is not now. Now is two (laughs) minutes from now. Spaceballs is so good. When does this happen in the movie? Now. You're looking at now, sir. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? When? Just now. Wear it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. (laughs) (laughs) Mel Brooks, man. So good, man. So good. It's actually a very... It's a very meta scene, if you think about it. It's a very, that's, uh, that's, very heady uh, scene. It's yeah, it's straight out of Mel Brooks's. It's you know, it's it's the one thousand year old man. It's that it's that Catskills back and forth, straight man, and you know, it's yeah, a very uh, who's on first kind of thing. You know, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but you did mention Tarantino for a second, and I can uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about is, and I oh, haven't gotten into right. it. I literally just got it to my house. I did it. It was I spent seven dollars of my own hard-earned money, hmm. and I got the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood novelization. Oh, I saw our pal Nathan McIntosh carrying that around last week. Yep, yep. So he's the one. I asked him if it was good at first. He goes, 
at first he kind of gave it kind of a, a mediocre review being like, ah, I see why he writes movies. He shouldn't have written the, this novel. <laughs> and then about two days later, are we talking on Instagram or something? And he was like, buddy, get it. It's all, it's great. It's great. <laughs> it's, <laughs> so I was big on the buddies. I, yeah, yeah, he is. Buddy. He is. Yeah. And I, I'm so excited to read it because I'm like, oh, it'll just bring me further into that world. Like it'll just, yeah, I'll just, I'll just, because it's like, you know, I, I don't think it's, it may be that maybe the happenings of the movie are, are somewhat in the book, but I don't think they, I don't know how. They so haven't started it yet. Or I just got it okay. 20 minutes before we started. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. different. Yeah. What, uh. Because it's the re- it's usually the reverse of that. It's usually the book, then the script. And right, this right. will be interesting. But it's interesting because he didn't write it until after. I and I and I used to be a fan of those. Like when I was a kid, I was probably like 12, 13, and you'd go to the you would go to the library and they would have the novelization um mm-hmm. uh section. So I remember reading like the Batman novelization and uh, I think the Goonies one or something, whatever it was, where but it was the section where the movie would come out and then they would do like the novelization after, after the fact, you know, whatever yes. it was. Yes. So, you know, but I, you know, you, we can't well, go one episode reading. without mentioning Tarantino. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. He's one of our faves. Uh, I, so uh, I had, I, I just realized I had another rewatch. I had two rewatches, one that I didn't finish, but it doesn't matter, but it's one of my favorite things ever. And I had um, one that I watched again because Megan never saw it and she loved it. Uh, but I wanna, uh, hold on, I, let me. I like guessing these now. Okay, okay. Give me a little context. All right, so something she's never seen, but you love. I give me. I'm gonna need some sort of hint here. Uh, um, it, I'll, I'll put it this way: it has a bit of a girl power vibe to it. Uh, but but it's but it's still it's a cool movie. It's not like corny, uh, where it's like that. But it's it has. Boys I don't th- cry. No. <laughs> I'm girls it's like that means you never saw boys in their cry you're like girls yeah, have no, the power because right. boys no, don't cry uh a little bit of literally about power. a girl who dresses up like a boy was it right, tra- right well she's right. trans person i'm sorry yeah uh, uh okay so little girl power but what was the cl- kicker? girl power vibe female heroine uh um uh what else what, what's a vague clue i can give you i well i have a guess since we're uh, talking about what Okay, what is it? Kill Bill? No, no, Ooh. but you're but you're not far off. It's it reminds me of Kill Bill. Uh, uh, how about this? I'll give you another. I'll there. give you this. Might do it for you. Fake General Store. Oh, um, <laughs> fake General Store. This I have a couple. Uh, is it's recent? It's pretty recent. Last couple of years. Last. Maybe even this past year, 2020. Maybe. Yeah, I uh, the girl from I just can't think of it because I lo- I think if it's the movie I'm talking about, I loved it. It was yeah, with, uh, you the girl it. from Glow. Yes. Yes. Just tell me the name. I can't. No, you got to say the name. You got to try uh, to think of it. Fuck. What is it? Ah, my just old Hillary brain. Swank. No, not Hillary Swank. She's in it. Oh, really? Yeah, she's the bad guy. Hillary Swank. I'm all confused now. It was called. It was uh. Not the vault, the crate, the fucking tell me. I, oh, I, you're on, you're on the I know, track. I know. They, uh, this, not the state, the, uh, god damn it. What are they doing to the people? Uh, the hunt. 
Yep, that's it. Yeah, yeah you got it. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah, I love the hunt. What was her? Becky, Betty, Betsy Gilpin or whatever. Yeah. Betty Gilpin. Yeah. yeah. Betsy Kensett. But dude, I re- I was like excited to rewatch it. It's great. Yeah, it was really great. I saw that. That was a uh, Marianne Fiore on-demand view from me. <laughs> and uh, Putting I, mom in the poorhouse. That one went way under the radar of everybody and it was just so i think it was because of like all the political implications of it and it was just such a fun movie great great movie she is a great i really love her she's a she's great at playing a badass tell you right now and uh another thing is the funniest part about people get maybe getting mad because it's political it's actually pretty apolitical it's somebody who obviously yeah, yeah. thinks politics are pretty goofy because i, I loved it I loved it. I thought it was great. It kind of it kind of like calls you out for being both sides for being a bunch of jackasses. Yeah. And Betty Gilpin, big fish fan. Ah, that's why you love this gal. All right. Well, oh, she's a easy on the eyes as well. Yeah, she's a absolutely. hell of an actress. She is. She's Her, fantastic. She's got all my uh all my favorite hits on one compact disc. Um <laughs> what? It's been <laughs> the thing I started saying recently. It came up in a bit because I like did a. I have a joke where I like I list a few things, and I'm like, say, I'm like, it had all my favorite things under one roof, and I kind of say it differently than others. Sometimes I go, it has all my favorite hits on one compact disc collection, <laughs> and you See, can tell the younger audiences are like, that's we don't give. What are you talking about? <laughs> but an older audience, yeah, I think, find say. it funny because it says I'm trying to replicate the the infomercial where it's just like, oh no, all your hits yeah, you, on one collection. You might as well. You might as well just said my favorite tunes on one one yeah. record. My favorite tunes on one uh, Victrola. I give. I wonder if this young generation even knows what an infomercial is because that was a thing for you and I, like at sleepovers or our generation. You'd stay up late watching TV. At a certain hour of the night, cable at the regular shows would just go off air for obviously infomercials. I'm explaining this to the group, I think, outside of our demographic who's listening right now. And but it they kind of became a cult thing for a little while. You had your like kind of in a weird way, famous guys who were those infomercial pitchmen, you know? Oh, yeah. You had, Ross, well, you- you had uh, what's his name? Ross. You had the Sham Wow guy who apparently like. It, took too many bath salts and ate somebody. I don't know if that's the, the sham. Wow. Guy, I think was like a former crackhead who just like kind <laughs> yeah. of relapsed. And then well, that's he, absolutely uh, <laughs> what the, my pillow guy, maybe that's how the sham. Wow. Guy came up with it. He's like, it's great for cleaning up puke. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's great for cleaning up your own puke. When you've crapped and threw up on yourself at the same time <laughs> from meth, the sham. Wow. Uh, That's no, the sound Mike, you make uh, when you. What's his Mike something? Mike. Uh, Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell was a crackhead, and uh, you. Oh, that makes. He so came up much with sense. my pillow. Yeah. And now he's the guy who's like, it's so Big funny Trumper. where it, it's like you own a pillow company and now you're doing investigations. And I, don't, I don't care. It's not even political. It's like, I'm not going to trust the investigations of the my pillow guy. The only yeah. investigation you should have is the my pillow guy is how soft are these feathers? Like how, 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 how soft can I get my pillows? Absolutely. Also, uh, you're the last person I'm going to for pillow advice. A fucking crackhead. <laughs> These guys are never asleep. <laughs> 
And if they are, he's fucking. Also, he's probably sleeping on a broken Heineken bottle. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. He's, what, yeah. He's my, Egyptian uh, thread count over here. The the, uh, the the what you call it, the original my pillow. The the um his his markup his his mockup was just a cinder block. It was just yeah. <laughs> my pillow was a fucking tire from an '84 Cordova. He's like, and you, you, and you can't complain because he'll just get mad at you. Like you're like, hey, my my pillow is not that great. He's like, oh yeah, try sleeping on broken glass. You ever try to sleep on broken glass? That's how we came up with the name. Another crackhead tried to rob you. Was my pillow? My pillow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got the clip, baby. <laughs> That's the clip right there. Yeah, you think you're better than me? He's got one sock on and a fucking. <laughs> oh. That my guy pillow. has a former crackhead look too. Uh, he absolutely does. He ha- he's like, but isn't that obviously not to get too political, though? But doesn't that is like he'll the ramblings of a, you can see how he was a crackhead just because all those like right wing conspiracy theories. It's just like, yeah, that speaks to to crackhead language. Just you know these yeah. insane ideas that he just wholeheartedly bought into. Yeah, he's been through the shit. Like it's almost like if you were like, hey. I'm going to I'm going to vo- I'm going to vote for I'm going to trust a, a Vietnam vet who has PTSD to do all of my taxes. Like, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing where you're like, all right, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, I totally forgot where we were going with this because we got off on a tangent. But uh, I guess what we were talking about. God, I have fucking dementia brain. We- uh, so do I. And I also forgot the title of the other movie that I rewatched. And oh, but I got to write these things down. That's why I do. I keep my notes get, because I'll forget so old. I, I was trying to do a joke on stage last night about for the first time about how now when you get old enough, two things you do, you you'll just start volunteering your your um, medical info to people like people go <laughs> if they just go, hey, you want to you want to get some wings? You're like can't acid reflux acid right, reflux right. and you're like yeah i didn't i didn't ask you about your like medical yeah also it's like yeah, yeah, now i don't want time. wings thinking about the bile going down your throat when you eat wings <laughs> on top of the fact that it's like you oh, i did a thing when i do it without thinking where you just point to whatever hurts like you just tell people uh, yeah. you just got you point in your throat going acid reflux right. acid yeah, yeah, acid yeah. that's an old man thing and now i just forget random shit hey do you want to go home with me tonight i can't Points to his day, erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Not no, that either movie, of us have that, by the way. We're very young, uh, year old men. My, I've, I've, I've had the best boners of my life in the past uh, six months. I've been doing oh, great boner wise. Oh, I've been, uh, I'm in the, I'm in the good boner camp right now. <laughs> well, there's the title of the episode. <laughs> <Good boner. laughs> <laughs> print it print it check it uh, well, but, uh since we i'll i'll, I'll give you one then where yeah, maybe yeah. it'll help you jog your memory uh and give it a shock to the system it's so crazy again that you said that exact phrase because i was just uh laying around on sunday just uh had a day off from stand-up and everything and uh i was flipping around hbo and i was going through the movie channels and this a shock to the system was starting right. It was like 4 p.m. So I just did the little info from 1990. Michael Caine, Elizabeth McGovern, Peter wow. Rieger, um, Peter Rieger's great. Swoozy Kurtz. So basically the plot, I'd never even heard of this movie, but I go classic Michael Caine. It's uh, a, a, a man 
is a New York executive, you know, one of these uh, big hoity-toity types, Michael Caine. And he has been he's married, lives in Westchester, takes the Metro North train into Grand Central Station every day. You know, very rat race and uh, is in line for a big promotion at the office. And he does not get it for one reason or the other. And Peter Rieger gets it is kind of a younger guy. He's a very boisterous, obnoxious dude. And he starts, uh, you know, just something inside him dwells. So he's going home on the subway that day. And he uh, gets a not accosted, but just kind of this, this homeless man is bugging him to give him money. And uh, basically, I don't want to give too much away here, but uh, through a little a little scuffle happens and the homeless guy falls on the track as a train is coming and like nobody sees it happen. And instead of feeling bad or remorse or anything, Michael Caine kind of gets like this rush of adrenaline and he starts brainstorming now. Maybe how he can make his life better if he starts knocking people off. And what? I don't want to give two away. Dude, I was, I was in for the whole hour and a half. Great little movie. Great under the gun, under the radar movie. It's, he starts plotting all these different things and it becomes kind of a not thriller because it's 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 light. It's a light thriller. I'll put it that way. Huh. It, you know, you ever feel scared or anything like that. But. He uh, he starts up all these different kind of I don't want I want to pick my words carefully here because if I give things away, it'll ruin the movie because I do want to recommend it. It's a it's a great movie if you can find it. And uh, it was like the perfect Sunday afternoon movie. I went, ah, that was great. I got something to talk about on the pod this week. So Yeah. Michael Caine, a shock to the system. Great. So did you try to look up who made it? Like, was there anybody maybe known that made it? Uh, they- no one I knew. No one. No one I knew who directed it. But the cast was good. You forgot how cute and like kind of little like very cute, chubby Elizabeth McGovern was. Chubby is even the wrong word. She just had yeah, that she- kind of American girl face. And Elizabeth, Mc- Elizabeth McGovern, she's having a baby. She was adorable. She was so yeah, exactly. pretty. That's totally. a great movie. That's like, yeah, yeah. She, I, I, I guess I wonder what she does now. She probably still acts. You know what happens a lot of the time is when somebody's like big in the eighties and then they get older, but they haven't had, they haven't been big, big for years and years. Oh, they start acting and things. They change their appearance a little bit. They become like character actors, and you she's can't 60. recognize them as old people. She's sixty now. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Because I, I, I didn't think she was that much older than me, but yeah, I guess it makes sense. Well, you're only 54. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, dude, if you ever find yourself want a little fun little movie, man, check out A Shock to the System if you can find it. And let me ask you this, because after everything you said, Shock to the System as a title did not make sense to me. Does it make sense as you watch the movie? Yes, because he kind of a shock to his like humdrum daily life. Like, oh, okay, okay. He was going through the motions and then like, you know, he doesn't get this promotion. And then this like trad, this like very traumatic thing happens it shocks him and then he he you know because it's, it's not like the newest plot i've ever seen it's like you know a guy uh wakes up one day and decides to change his life but it's so it's, yeah it's a shock to his system to to change things but he he is very um methodical in the ways he does it and it's very it was fun it was fun man i, I really enjoyed it huh it kind of reminds me of nobody but like kind of a different vibe Nobody knows. No. Speaking of space balls, nobody. <laughs> Maybe knows. that's stuck in my head subconsciously. It probably is. Yeah. Uh, also, you did you did some jogging. You jogged my memory. I know which one it was that I watched. Ooh, lay it on me. And I've talked about this movie before. I think I I 
adore this movie. I think it's okay. I actually I'm think it's underrated. I think again. it did well, but it uh, why? I'm gonna try and guess again here. Um, okay. Um you adore it. Uh Amelie. <laughs> what <laughs> no, I, I said adore, but I was trying to be funny. It's not an adorable yeah. movie. Uh-huh. Um let me ask you. I'll give you one. You might get it with this clue. Okay. Specifically, West Texas. Uh, Hell or High Water. Yep, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you love it. Oh, I, I, man. I know you adore it. Oh, I adore it. It is oh, great. I, it is great. If, if, this, if this movie had cheeks, I would grab him and go, good, 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 good. I would adore it. It's adorable. It. <laughs> um, dude. Like and I didn't finish it. I've seen it a bunch of times. I it was on uh, the AMC thing, and then I kind of I started watching it again on Hulu, but wasn't able to finish. But I don't know what your take on this. I know you like it, but I don't know if you like it as much as I do. I think it's such a cool movie. Like yeah, it's great. It, I, everything I love better, it. Oh my god, I love it. I think it's so yeah. badass. I think a lot. I have to be. I'm going to be uh, pretty honest right now. I think there's like. There's a part of me. I don't think of myself as like a uh, trying to be a tough guy at all. I'm not a tough guy at all. If you know me, I'm a fucking goofball. But like um, when I see movies like that, you have like real men in them. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's I'm going to be like that. Like I want to be I want to be that guy. Like there's that one scene where they park. They show up to like the the Wawa basically of West Texas, like the AMPM thing. (laughs) Yeah. And they show up. um, Well, let's add Bush. You're a Texas guy. What are the Wawa's down there called? What's your your, uh, convenience stores? Uh, there's Bucky's, Valero. Those are the two big ones. All uh, right, so QT. say it's a, all right, it's a yeah, Bucky's. So say it's a Bucky's, and they're in the car, and the one, and the Chris Pine gets out of the car. Ben Foster's left in the car. And he's kind of relaxed in the driver's seat, like just chilling. And some like souped up sports car shows up, and it's these two like cheese ball white dudes with like that were trying to be tough guys. And then they see him look. He's looking straight. He's just staring straight at him. And they go, and the guy goes, "What, bitch? What?" And he goes, and then I never realized what the line that Ben Foster says in that scene. It's a badass scene. He goes, he's like, he's like, son, you think there was 10 of me? Like, that's what he says to him. Like, he goes, <laughs> you think there was 10 of me? And he goes, what? And he pulls out a gun and he goes, you ain't so tough now, are you, bitch? And then out of nowhere, you don't even see him coming. Chris Pine comes from the other side of the car and just smashes this dude's head into the side of the car, pulls him out. Like, I think like even puts his head in the door and just beating the shit out of him on the, on the yeah. side of this, of this gas station. Oh, and then, and then. Fun. Ben Foster is just uh, laughing his ass off, and uh, it's it's such a great scene. It's such a it's such That's an awesome scene. Wonderful, but it's so badass. It's like so. Oh, like, I love it. There's part of me when I watch the scene that I'm like, yeah, get him, yeah, all right. <laughs> like I be- you become like a meathead. You're like, all right, ah, you know. Whatever. Of course. So, but besides copying, that, it's, uh, it's, things it's, I saw in movies since I was a little kid. What'd you say? I've been doing that since I was a little kid. Like I'd see yeah. a movie, and then it, like I'd go outside and play by myself, and I'd try and like act like whoever it was, you know. I'd oh make yeah, up games. I'd make up, you know, because I was very imaginative which, boy. Which movie, like in specific? specific uh, uh, well, specific. let's see. So probably around you know ten, eleven, twelve. Uh, that's that puts us in the uh, late eighties category, mm-hmm. early nineties. Mm-hmm. So uh, I probably Wall Street. <laughs> I, <laughs> no. I'm walking outside, like on a pretend phone, going, "Greed is good." <laughs> You're walking outside going, buy, buy, sell, yeah, sell. We're going to have to let you go. You're telling me. love them. Endicott Steel. Blue Eagle <laughs> loves Endicott Steel. I fucked that up somehow. Blue something loves Endicott Steel. Oh, Bucky. Oh, There's Bucky. Yeah. yeah this In is a like very oddly spelled uh, way, I, I must admit, Mush. 
It must be like Boochies. Uh, That's it must how be like I would two, say that. Boosies. It must be like two names mashed up, you know? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, don't know. It has to do with that beaver mascot. Oh, that's a beaver, <laughs> Bucky Beaver, I guess. Oh, Bucky the Beaver. Yeah. I, I've never been to a Bucky's in my life. Do they have those in San Antonio, Mush? Uh, they're usually between cities. They're really oh, like, off like on the highway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty big. They're something like, they're like, I was going to say it was giant. That's not yeah, it's it like was, a supermarket size. I, I meant like a 7 Eleven size thing. That was, yeah, like a come mark. on, Mush. <laughs> wait so what other not really wall street but what other movies because i know but there's two things i used to do when i was a kid i i remember when i, I definitely saw, like the red like action movies you know yeah stuff when like I, I could just like run through the woods and play I Rambo went to, or i went with my dad to see dark man in the theaters and then i got home mm-hmm. and i tried to draw my own dark man comics really quickly that were just awful yeah. and then yeah. i and then i went out and put like a towel around my head and pretended i was dark <laughs> <laughs> and if you see dark man it's actually not a kid's movie at all it's like no, it's a superhero funny, movie but it's funny like, though <laughs> a kid like all these like sad dramas like what did you pretend to be as you're a kid <laughs> uh, ordinary people <laughs> <laughs> what'd you pretend brian song i just i had my parents buy me a hospital bed <laughs> terms of endearment <laughs> Well, the 80s had a lot of depressing freaking movies. I might pretend wife's dying of can't, you know, <laughs> creepy eight year old just stroking an invisible lady's hair. Hey, you guys want to come over and play beaches tonight? <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing I used to do as a kid, which I think I might have talked about on this. Uh, I used to frequent uh, Belmont racetrack with my father. So yeah, like like every kid. Yeah, exactly. And on, so on the on my my mongoose M1, which I've mentioned before on the show, we, we've talked about it. That's nice right. Nice I, I used to pretend that I was a jockey on a horse and we would do like oh, races. That's, fun. that's a good. Yeah. One. Yeah. yeah no, not the healthiest thing. I, in the world, oh, but yeah. It was fun. I mean, yeah. my bike was absolutely a motorcycle when I was a kid. But so oh, dude. Yeah. A hundred percent. I would you know, rev the handlebar. Rum, 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 rum. Absolutely. I never did. I guess I think it's before our time that, or maybe it was just area to area. We I never did the baseball cards on the spokes. You know, I don't know if people know what this is. It's a little dated, I think. Even it's for a little us. dated. Yeah. I mean, it I does, think I think I put the tennis ball in the spokes for sure. I never did that. Uh-huh. We had. I think I had pegs once. Pegs were a big deal. Yes. So you could yes. ride with your friend around. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and then besides that. No, I never did the tennis balls or the um, the cards in the spokes because the cards are supposed to make it sound like it was yeah, like supposed to make it sound a motorcycle or whatever. Well, yeah, but I think that's from like the 60s or the 70s. Or yeah, whatever it was. Maybe even earlier than that. My mom actually, I think, told me one time she was like, yeah, I used to do that with all these cards that are worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars today. Just, you know, like <laughs> oh. Mickey Mantle rookie card just in your spokes. You're like, oh, yeah, my God, it's, it's worthless at that. At the time, it cost less than a penny, you know. Exactly. And and if anybody didn't know, it was them. Like, there wasn't a thing yet. It was like that, yeah, you know. Yeah. Of course. Like, you collected them because you wanted them because you loved the baseball player. Like, you know. Yeah. So, the other thing I watched, which you have seen, is uh, A Quiet Place Part 2. Oh, let's hear your thoughts. You saw the first one, obviously, right? I loved the first one. Loved the first I thought one. it was very unique. I thought it was really great. I would give props to John Krasinski for writing and directing it and starring in it. And I love Emily Blunt, and I thought all the actors and even like the the kid actors were really good. Uh, so part one was really fun. Part two was a part two. It was still good. The story continued a little bit, you know. Yep. Like yep. it's a 
yeah, I guess you could have made a case for this is just a little later down the road. Uh, I, no, it's. I think it's supposed to be right after it's done. Yeah, I guess you're right because the baby is still a baby. Yeah, the yeah, baby's yeah. still a baby, and also they're they're walking away from that house. They're walking away from that house. They had to yeah. walk away from that house because I like at the end of 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 uh, they kind of walk. Isn't like the house burning or whatever it is or whatever's going on? Yeah. Or so, no, they she, no, they uh, she shoots some of the they figure out the hearing thing and they shoot yeah. with a shotgun and then it's yeah. Kind of over. But I did like how they said how we saw day one of the alien invasion. I guess we'll call it day one um, was great. Yeah, and it set up the uh, Cillian or yeah Cillian Murphy. I guess that's saying who I underratedly enjoy as an actor. Also, how how long did it take you to realize it was him? Uh, I think I I got it right away. Oh, I didn't realize it was him right away. I had no idea. Uh-huh. Well, because he also looks like Jack Vaughn to me. So, just <laughs> <laughs> a super inside reference. He does look like Jack Vaughn. Yeah, uh, um, I so, enjoyed it. It wasn't. I think it was. Um, like we didn't really. Did we learn anything new? Are we going to forward the plot of the universe anymore? There's obviously can be a part three. Yes. Um, but I think it was a placeholder movie like i i i like it because it was a you know i didn't love it as much as the first one but i will say this man but considering what it is okay so i think i've talked about this on the show before (laughs) i think i talked about this on the show i you you i think you have to walk away from these both of these movies going john krasinski is a phenomenal director yeah and whoever did the audio for these movies is adds to it and but as far as editing goes as far as shots go as far as the way it looks cinematography all of it Mm -hmm. and my prediction or my theory at this point he could do four more of these things you know which he won't but i mean he could do a bunch more movies he will never get as much respect as he deserves being a good director even though people are like, you did a good job. You did a good job. I would say he did an above, above, above average job. He won't, but yeah, but because he was Jim from the office. I think that's the explicit reason why. Because well, that's go, a good topic. And that's a good question. What in, in terms of, because typecast is the wrong thing, but like people who got known for one thing will always be that person. I mean, Ron Howard, you could have made a case for. Right. Was Opie. And then he was even beyond that. He was Richie Cunningham. And then he became a brilliant director. See, that's why it's a different business, man. Because I don't know, man. I've, I've, I enjoyed Quiet Place as much as I've, as I've enjoyed a Ron Howard movie. My, maybe because genre he picked and the fact that the business is different. And for some reason, he's looked at different because he was uh, Jim from The Office. Well, like Ron Howard is like this legendary director because he did his first. We did, I think Splash was his first one, right? No, was maybe. Splash his first one? Splash is pretty I forget what it was. Splash is 84, maybe. Yeah, but I forget. But um, but the thing about what I'm trying to say is that, oh, I and also there's so much content at this point, and like, yeah, these now everything's like uh, like movies, TV has kind of taken over as like king as far as like, um, uh, as far as uh, what's being respected more at this point. Like when you're re- respecting movies, you're sure, kind of like. I- I just think I disagree. I think enough time has passed since the end of the office. And he, our list, I, I'll go. If I'm telling you about this movie and I go, yeah, it was written by John Krasinski. It was written and directed by him. Without a doubt, somebody will always go, oh, Jim from the office. Yeah. And you'll go, yeah, that guy. Sure. 
but I don't think it's going to hinder him in any way. Like, well, I think right, it already did. The thing. I guess we'll we I guess we'll know because he'll probably do a third. I hope it's a trilogy. And they I think he'll do a third. Yeah, closure on this. Uh, well, let let me ask you. This is perfect. Then, I guess you we'll talking. see what happens what he does next because that'll be the tale. Because like right now he's still working within this one little universe. So his next thing. We'll see. Let me ask you this, because you're this is, you're the perfect person to ask for this, and I'm oh, the novice, right okay? And you know me when it comes to horror movies. I'm a, I'm a, a lot, pussy a lot of time when it comes to it. And I, but I do love these movies. I like more suspenseful, and I do like horror horror. Yeah. Uh, in the world of horror, because this would be within that world, because it's it's thriller, horror, um, suspense movie, whatever you want to call it. Uh, how does it rate? in that world like as far as people who are into these types of movies yes because it is a bit gory as well it's not demons it's not spirits it's not the conjuring it's not whatever but yeah, it's a i would say it's higher quality than a lot of these other really and um uh really popular horror movies i think when you're going to horror you're kind of like uh if you're a great director within horror you're kind of you're batting with weights on because 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 it's hard, people are going to go, well, it's hard. It's hard. They're going to give you like a thing like, yeah, I don't like a wink, even classify like a wink. them as I don't classify them as horror movies, though. I classify then this thrillers? as like thriller monster movie. It's a monster. Right. That's yeah, that's not horror. Horror is like uh, the conjuring or to me, horror is uh, like spooks and scares and jumps and like that has this. But it's not a horror movie, per se, where like there's not. Uh, you know, spirits or witches. Like, I just don't classify it in the same. I, I put it more toward a thriller, like monster movie. You know, like Godzilla is a monster movie, but it's not a horror movie. You know, um. So right, right, okay. It's yeah, a little yeah. different. It's it's like subgenres. So okay, like, so I'll put it up but, against. Let me put yeah, it up against. Quiet Place Part One absolutely is in the. Uh, what's a comparable movie? I was like, all right, like. Much better than Cloverfield. Much better than like Cloverfield. A big monster movie where yes. he's got jumps and thrillers and stuff like that, but you don't really necessarily see it all the time. Dude, it's more suspense, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. I would I would have it compete with signs. I'd have it compete with signs. Ooh, that's a Absolutely. good one. That's a really could, good one. We could go back and forth on that shit because I would say I think signs would edge it out for me because I there's so many yeah, great yeah, iconic yeah. scenes in right, signs. Right, right. But as right. far as it's quality of, of quality of the jump, quality of the suspense, I think it's on par with that. Absolutely. Yeah absolutely because it's so but i don't think it's thought of the same way like if, M, if they were like m night Shyamalan's a quiet place you wouldn't you wouldn't bat an eye you'd be like yeah did you see the movie poster for his new thing it's just yeah, old the beach. It's called old yeah old and it's yeah. like a woman sitting on the beach with like her feet it's got to be a fucking like what fountain of youth thing do you yeah think? i saw the trailer oh i didn't see the trailer is that what it it's is got, i don't want to tell you don't see anything and just go I'll see watch it the trailer okay don't watch the trailer movie. just go oh, see don't? it no, uh, just because I mean, I'm not gonna watch the trailer. Because if if you go in it, you're gonna enjoy it so much more. You and that saw the whole us, movie? No, I just saw oh. the trailer. But I, but I would have rather not seen it than gone and seen it. I'm at the point now. If you can get away in life with not knowing anything about a movie before you go see it, you're gonna enjoy it a little bit better. So you're just going on the M Night Shyamalan cachet of the yeah. I would go see it just because M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, and also like when so the chips disappointed in his last like four movies when the chips are down for M. Night Shyamalan uh, he'll show you I'll show you when the chips are down really that's a, that's a Joker line from Dark Knight but he goes but it's true when 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 he's kind of gotten bad reviews he always comes back 
with something better or much better. Yeah. Like he did that with um, such a piece of shit. The happening was God awful, but one of the funniest freaking movies I've ever seen. It's the, the culprit was the the wind. It's the, it's a breeze. Wahlberg. (laughs) It's one of the greatest lines in movie history is in the, is in the, um, the happening. She goes, you're stealing my stuff. What? No. (laughs) I don't even remember. Are you kidding me? Oh, I watched it once and I, I'm sorry. Bush. Can you do me a favor? Can you bring up what the scene from the happening of Wahlberg and the old lady? It should be under like what? No, or, or uh, just the the worst scene in movie history, just so Andy could see it and I can get his live reaction to it. Uh, It's, I'll know, you know, when you see it, Uh, if Mush can find it, we can play it. Oh, it's it's. I don't want to describe it because I want you to watch it so you can see it. <laughs> all right. All but right. yeah, when after How about he, in the, okay. No, go ahead. What are you gonna say? I was gonna say in the meantime, well, we should give out our plugs while Mush is watching. Yeah. Them. Uh. Yes. Absolutely. Let's talk about. Actually, it's starting to be our show that we're doing tomorrow. Oh, is oh, already it done. It was a blast. It was. It was. A, it was so much fun. We got a lot of laughs. Ventura, New we, Jersey, uh, paradise on earth. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, who knows plugs. what it could be, but yes, guys, uh, we you, both have radio shows, isn't that right, Andy? That is correct. You can catch Shawnee's Wednesdays at Sirius XM Channel 99 at Sirius XM Channel 99. What am I, an asshole? On Sirius XM Channel 99, that is Raw Dog. It is called Celebrate. It's every, it's god damn it. It is 4 p.m. every Wednesday, and I have a show <laughs> called The Raw Report. Thursdays at 4 p.m. on the very same channel called uh, The Raw Report. I, I, I'm not good at plugs this week. <laughs> and you can also check out our social media. But before I give that out, guys, we what? have social no. media. <laughs> we have social media for the podcast. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram and Twitter. It's at the DYM podcast. That's at the DYM podcast. And you can check out uh, Andy at, at Andy Fiore on uh, yes, Twitter and Instagram. And you can check me out at Shawnee Time. That's S-E-A-N-Y-T-I-M-E. And guys, we want to thank at Mike V. Suarez. That's that's man, uh, his look. Twitter and his Instagram for helping <laughs> us out with the show. Do you have Bucky. that clip? Can we close that clip for Andy? Oh, perfect. Thank you. Here we go. Here we go. Turn, Pump the baby up. I hear you whispering. Planning on stealing something? No, ma'am, we're not. Plan on murdering me in my sleep? What? No! (laughs) (laughs) Classic Walbert. It's so good! (laughs) What? No! How? Uh, who did you think that he had sex with the editor and then fucked her over and that's why she did that to him? <laughs> How is that the take that you use for the movie? Oh, that is, thank you for introducing that to my life because I have completely <laughs> forgotten about that and erased it from my psyche. So, guys, uh, Boy, that we, delivered. when this episode comes out, we will the same day I will tweet out the clip uh, of, of that is one of my favorite things ever in a movie. <laughs> uh, we want to thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Thank you, Andrew Thanks, Fiore. Thank you, Mushy Mike. Uh, also, I forgot to mention my name thing. I put myself down as uh, Dutch uh, Dalton. Oh, yeah, me because too. 